Hi, Charles. Hey, Robin. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Are you more relaxed now? <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I am so relaxed now. So we have to tell you a little backstory. Charles come, has come in here this afternoon. She's had a very busy day with uh, phone calls, meetings, etc. She's walked in here. We've sat down. And uh, I was fiddling around with the cups of tea and I filled up, you know, when your tea's too hot, so I have the water cooler behind. So I was just filling up with a little bit of cool water and all my essential oils are over there. And then there was a big bottle of lavender and oopsie daisy, I knocked the (laughs) lavender and went down on the floor, splash, smash. (laughs) So then it was the cleanup of the lavender, but boy, it smells nice. It smells amazing. And I think when I get in the car this afternoon and pick up Xander from school, uh, from from, um, from his jiu-jitsu, he's going to be like, mum, you stink. But lavender is very calming. It's, it's a calming cool. oil to burn in, um, you know, aromatherapy should, benefits. Should we, always, should we make mention to Robin? So, um, Robin, she's such a good girl. She didn't have any paper towels um, in her house. She uses um, the cloths. And um, we, we needed something disposable to clean up the floor. So we've used toilet paper. Well, in the meantime, we realized that toilet paper makes a fantastic stand for our phone. So we're now recording to you live. On two <laughs> on rolls two. of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling of lavender. <laughs> Smelling of lavender. <laughs> what a great start to the day. I love it. But look how soft the phone is just sitting there lovely. I mean... Gosh. Anyways, there you so go. moving right along, uh, we our topic today is um, sort of inspired by a few things. Inspired by um, some old stuff coming up because you know we've had full moon and there's a lot of you know stuff coming up for people, mm. and um, also an analogy of a friend of mine who uh, did a Facebook live the other day, and I'm gonna bring that analogy in a bit later uh, and also not putting too much attention on our past now and looking more to where you are wanting to go and putting attention on the future. So should I, should I start? I reckon you it should. It was actually my beef because that's it where I beef. go and you calm me down with go. lavender all over Get the, the floor. Beef on. Go on, <laughs> beef it up. Here we go. All right, here's my beef. So, um, one of my athletes just recently, she listens to our podcast and so she's going to be going, oh my God, Charlene, you're talking about me again. Um, she had a young man at breakfast the other morning mention to her, because um, in the realm of surf lifesaving, you need, um, an athlete needs a handler. When they do an Ironman or an Ironwoman race, there's a person that stands on the beach and particularly during Nutrigrain, only allowed to be one person. And they have to make sure that that athlete skis in the right spot, boards in the right spot. They've got their goggles as they're doing the race. It's called a handler. So I'm her handler for all of her races. I've, I don't think since I started coaching her, I think I've only missed one or two races. So um, a young, and it's quite an important role. And it's quite hectic sometimes. Um, I handle it quite well. I've been doing it a long time. So this young man, who's quite well known in, in the surf life-saving industry, said to her, uh, asked her, Is, am I still going to handle for her this season? She said, yes. He said, oh, because I think a guy would be better off to handle for you this season. Now, straight away when she said that, and I know the young man, he knows me well, um, I thought maybe he was trying to sell himself over to handle for her because he likes that bit of limelight. Um 
But as it turns out, he suggested someone like my husband, who's very well respected in the industry and very well respected by me, but he suggested that he would be better off to handle and purely on the fact that he is a guy, not a girl. And so straight away, I'm very offensive, be, offended because that's... You, your you, prickles went up. Your oh, little hairs absolutely. on your back went up. You can talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm very open about both arguments to religion, to politics. To, I, I get that in health, everyone has their own opinions, and I really respect that. But this whole gender diversity thing that is something i'm really that's when you'll get you'll get the hairs up on the back of my neck when you put that down so um so hence she was very offended by it as well um because he mentioned the fact that a guy would be more um honest to her about her performance during racing and wouldn't sugarcoat things was the exact words he used now how many of you listening to this podcast know charles yeah there's quite a few of you you know who you are would charles ever sugarcoat anything 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 oh no i'm like the no. least sugarcoating person get, in this you world will get the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth <laughs> now, people always say no. you're a good friend but you are brutally honest yeah, all the time which is one of your strengths there so. you go it is a strength so, okay. so then um, I heard that and then we went, we were holidaying in Melbourne in the city and I went past this quite regal old building, chandeliers and ballroom and you name it, very fancy, had Australian flag out the front, but it didn't have any name on it. Mm-hmm. So I asked my brother-in-law when I got home, because he Is works like in the city. Yeah. Oh. As it turned out. So he told me, and mind you, my brother-in-law has nothing to do with it. He's actually very against it. Um, Told me that that is called the Australia Club. And it is a very exclusive club, very expensive club to be a part of, but for just men only. Boom. Wow. That still exists was exactly my first words that came out of my mouth. Coming from little old Sunshine Coast, mm. where none of that exists, I could not believe that a city in Australia still has something like that that exists. I um, It's interesting and a little ironic, but on a different scale, we have our women on water group, don't we? Wow. And it's just ladies. Little bit different, but still... It is just for ladies. Kind of same same, isn't it? And I want to say the other day. Just a cheaper version. <laughs> the other day, how's this? I won't mention names, but I'll tell you after the podcast, is there was a fellow who uh, usually comes and paddles with a bunch of uh, his mates and no one showed up and asked if he could, um, you know, tag along. Or And I said, well, it is the gals group, but you're more than welcome more than welcome to paddle, um, you know, just around and just, yeah, hang out, like as in paddle with us and go the same direction. So he did. Can I let you in on a little secret, Robin? What? I've had a boy join our well before. <laughs> <laughs> See, isn't it funny? It's like making, making exceptions to the rule um, and there's always those moments. That's where having such strict... I don't know. Do you think that's like the old, it's been like that for probably a long time. 
And do you think right oh, now... Oh, that building's probably been there since Melbourne was built. Right. So That's how old that thing was. And so right now, there's probably so many things that have been steeped in tradition and, mm-hmm. and been created in the old world that things are changing drastically and now things are coming up to be looked at. Yep. So... And I don't think... You know what? You know what it was? It's not so much that that's got on my goat about all of this. Mm. It's it's more to the point of, you know, like we have WOW. We have our Women on Water group. But there's no stigma. There's no um, um, egos or propping of each other up and telling no. us how wonderful we are. Because we've sort of we're, in and out really quickly, aren't we? We're in and out for a paddle yeah, like an hour. Yeah, but it's not, it's not designed for that. It's basically just giving a comfortable space for women because some of them, because of men that go to these places like the Australia Club, um, they don't feel comfortable oh to do, yeah, to do, um, to be able to be free to do their thing. Hence why Australian, uh, uh, hence why um, women's groups are invented. Not for the, I think, not for the same um, reason or purpose that all these these old school or right. old cultured men's only groups. It's too. I think it's two totally different. Um, um, purpose intentions yeah, behind right. it there's mm. their intentions are very gentle very it's a nurturing more environment right. where this is this is that very staunch we are superior uh, kind of that's you're not allowed here because we are more superior than you right kind of mentality that's created in these places mm. and i think it's not so much the club itself because you've got things called the men's shed. Yeah, yeah. I think the men, you know, it's probably mostly guys in those. But the whole, um, the whole stigma it's around that is very different. The, the intention of it is mm. very different. It's a place for guys to go to to be together with and, and create. So, you so of, what what brings that to me is that some of the foundations that previously things have been made cheers. on, bang, <laughs> are being broken. Hence, we dropped the bottle of lavender. It's smashed. It's kind of like things are breaking. The the old paradigm mm. is breaking apart, and um, some of the old uh, foundations are no longer going to hold. Mm. You know those two it's, things. I just realised bit of awareness here. Mm. Those two things happened to me on exactly the same day. Well then, in, well to get your attention, mm. bingo, mm. and and also. To get you opening up this, you know, you're looking. Mm. But also, is it a distraction or is it something that can you kind of look at it in, new, in a new light and what? how would you like to see it in the future? Well, it's it's not so much a distraction, but boy, oh boy, hasn't it, it made fired me up to right. be even more right. forceful in the direction I so, want to go. That's so interesting when we have so a trigger. Look out. Look out. <laughs> so there's um, it's Char- the triggers. Charlene Char- is on, no longer sugarcoating anything. She doesn't Apparently I did before. anything. So <laughs> you're meeting, you're just being the energy that, it's just the energy of change yeah, and the catalyst. just needed really. a refire, didn't I? Yeah, it's it's fired you up. I mm. mean, great, because it's fired you up to keep you going in, in the direction you're going yeah. because you're creating something different. Yeah. You know, if you listen to our podcast, was it last week about the mountain? 
going yes. around the mountain rather than jabbing through it. So this is yes. kind of a little bit growing on top of that, isn't it? Well, this is a one thing that I've come across going around right. the mountain. Interesting. You've seen Still it. Still going around. Still now going I've, around. <laughs> it's almost like I try to go up it a little. No, then I come back down, keep going around. This is great. It is good. I loved um, just before we started the podcast, Robin, and mm. you were you were giving your analogy on the train. I'd really love for you to um, talk about that. Yeah. Well, um, I have a lovely friend, Michelle, if you're listening, hi. And she um, heads up a couple of groups and she was doing a, like um, a Facebook Live, giving an energetic update of current times. And really this last week's been pretty, pretty intense, full moon yesterday, but like I personally felt the energy quite intense. And so she was sort of giving an, uh, you know, an update. And then she does a lot of work in the dream space. And um, so she was sharing about that. And then she, she was sharing about being, you know, when you're on a train and you're on a train and you're heading somewhere, you're heading to a destination, you're heading uh, maybe into the future. And then you watch things. Like if you look out the train, you see these parts of the, your life or bits and pieces that are wanting to drag you back there, but you can't go back there because it doesn't exist anymore. You have already gone past it. You're not going to be able to go back in and put um, your attention and your focus on things that you've already grown past. And so she mentioned um, not to put your attention on the old don't put too much attention on the old. Put more attention on what you're building, on what the new can be. The old is going to give you information and the old will be like, a, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. That's not. It's kind of giving you a look into what has been and it's not working and there's another way. So what would that other way be? I think the old gives you knowledge, doesn't it? gives it? you knowledge. It gives you it um, makes awareness. You, yeah, it gives yeah. you awareness to recognise what works and what doesn't work yeah. moving forward. That's one thing I've kind of learned. Yeah, so moving forward, it, it um, some, yeah, sometimes we can look at something and we're, we're stuck in that moment and now things are moving so quickly. It's like you want to kind of... There it goes. Right. Thank you. I'm acknowledging you. Thank you. I'm not choosing you. I'm going to choose this instead. Not going to get off on that. I'm stop. not getting off on that. Stop. <laughs> I'll go to the next one. I'm going to the next one. Yep, that's awesome. It's got a much nicer station. Awesome. Well, I had a, um, I had a uh, another fun conversation with another athlete this afternoon on a totally mm. different topic. I've never coached this young lady, and and boy oh boy. She is switched on. She's passionate. She's very articulate and um, very, um, very intelligent. Gosh, haven't I used some big words there for me, Robin? But she just, she just, um, yeah, she was, she was amazing to talk to today. And, um, you know, she's got a few, a few things within her sport that she wants to have addressed. Mm. And she's been a very vocal um, voice for all athletes. And I totally agree with her with what she's not asking for a, a huge, you know, nothing that can't be achieved. Yeah. Um, it's very valid what she's asking for. And she's even gone and done three-page documentation and sent it in to have nothing in return. So no communication heard. in yep. return. And this poor girl, she's just frustrated to the max. Mm. 
And um, it's not so much a guy thing, but it's just what you were saying, Robin, is I, I actually feel like now, to going back to that mountain analogy, and I love the train analogy, they kind of work hand in yeah. hand. Yep. So I think she's like me. She's been trying to climb that bloody mountain and I'm just we'll hoping now. It. Yeah, we'll go through it. Sorry, not climb it. We're, we're going through it, won't we? And and I think um, now that, well, I'm hoping because of my knowledge of realising that doesn't work. Um, it's so funny. She used the word. She's been blacklisted from a lot of um, sectors within her sport. Oh, wow. And I said, well, funny that because so have I for the same reason. Um, <laughs> so we're Kindred two peers. And, yeah, we are there. And um, so I'm hoping that maybe she's come into my world because it's only just happened just recently, and even though I've known her for a long time, and um, that maybe that's what I'm meant to be doing mm. too is now that I have learned from my yes. past experience, yes. train going, the old stops, that the mirror. That, yeah, that, that now I can help her navigate realising that you can't bust through a mountain. You're just going to have to back it out. And it's going to take a little bit longer, but maybe go around and network some people and, and start. Some support. Yeah. Yeah, don't do it on your own. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's, that's going to acknowledge you too mm. and your journey just watching her. It's so yeah. funny how people come into our world who have been, you know, they're walking yeah. the same path that you may have been, you know, you've been on. And you've had your challenges and whatever. And then we, it's like we're all just helping each other move ahead. Well, it is. It's always you know? learning. It's always learning <clears throat> and then teaching, isn't it? Yeah, totally. You've just got to be, you've got to be aware of what you've learned. I think there's a lot of people sure. in this world that don't realise that they're learning a lesson. They haven't, they haven't picked it up. So they just keep, they're like a revolving door. <laughs> yeah, they right. just keep visiting it. It's like, right. it's like they're. Rather than share the knowledge and, and, and rather than stay. How's this one? They're on, they're on a train under the Christmas tree. <laughs> Rather than, you, rather than the express going straight ahead. Oh, the fast train, the TGV <laughs> out of Paris, Bordeaux, or the fast train in Japan. So they keep, because they're not aware of their lesson and they just keep going round and round and round on the same yeah. the same thing. And then there's those that, oh yeah, lesson learned, let's go, let's move on to the next. So thinking about what that. train would you like to be on, you know? <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. I think we can finish it there, Charles. I think so. Thanks for coming over today and um, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.